Welcome back to Dawson Dudes. Tonight we discuss Season 1, Episode 9, Road Trip. Road Trip! Woo! <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. Wait. Don't we usually inter- don't Yeah, oh yeah, we usually do something else. Well, yeah. Don't don't we don't we start by introducing ourselves and then the episode? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're the Dawson dudes. I'm blap, beep blap, yeah. beep blap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start with the cold open. Yeah, John. Tell us bring us into the cold open. Oh, uh, I'm a, I think I'm gonna let Savage Garden bring us into the cold open. It's doing a nice job. I know, pretty sweet. Dawson is doing uh, the most uh mopey Dawson thing ever. <laughs> While while Savage Garden uh, tells us about standing with with somebody on a mountain, which was awesome. Oh, don't care for any of this shit, man. <laughs> this <laughs> not, a big, not a big fan of this cold open. Not a big fan of this cold open, and it really sets the tone for the rest of the episode for me. Oh wow! You're just com- coming out right out of the gate with a big thumbs down for road trip. Yeah, you know, well, it's gonna be hard for me to hide it. Just it just started off. It started off strange for me. Um, is it the um the fact that they're gonna watch Sid and Nancy? As they're uh, for movie night. I don't know. It's just he's so mopey and it's going on. The other I know, way. but you have to put yourself back into. That may be the other reason I don't like it. Being broken up in your first relationship and what that like. This is how you feel. You feel like it's the, the end of the world. Toss is actually not as bad as like some people are in real life. Like John. <laughs> is, oh. is that is that is that some of the problem, John? That may, maybe this uh, mopiness hits a little too close to home. Yeah, I admitted that freely a moment ago. You guys weren't listening. Yeah, I was waiting for my turn to talk. That's how I. <laughs> that's how I do conversations. <laughs> ba, 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 I mean, ba. I feel bad for Joey. If anything, she has to deal with this now. Yeah, it it, it is uh, sort of a bummer for her to be to have to play the there there Dawson role for a breakup that she is secretly, you know, a little stoked, a little stoked about. Yeah. Yeah. She actually, and she actually pulls it off really well. She's not like, she's not, um, you know, actively celebrating the, the relationship's demise. She's like actually trying to help. Like I think in season one or episode one, she would have been way more bitchy about this. Right. I don't give a shit, Dawson. But she's still still pretty dismissive though. She's like, you know, you've known this girl for three months. How can everything remind you of her? It's like, what? Well, are you, so, I mean, that is pretty solid perspective. Like, you know, you've known her for three months. Like, how's everything remind you of her? Uh, I've we, we, we've known each other for a million billion years. Literally everything around us should remind you of something uh, having to do with us. Not uh, this uh, blondie come lately. <laughs> but I think, I mean, this plays real. I, I don't I'm not affected by how Mopey is because, you know. Yeah, I, I would. John. I would be more. I would be more affected by it if without, without Joey's voice there to be like, all right, uh, snap, snap out of it, asshole. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: if you go and like watch Dawson's Creek and you get upset every time a teenager is being mopey, a teenager or mopey, right? You're never gonna like enjoy this show. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, why, why aren't you acting like a mature adult about this stuff? Yeah, child. Like we, yeah, yeah. We can't keep like you have to do kind of take it from Dawson's point of view a sure. little bit. Otherwise, it's just totally unenjoyable. Sure, he is, he is a bit of a wiener though. But I mean, that's that's his business, right? Right. Yeah. But like, they're all we- like every fifteen year old's a wiener. <laughs> not not me, man. I was I was so fucking stone cold when I was fifteen. 
Called you Grocane, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> I called him Cabinet Boy. <laughs> you call you called me that. You son of a bitch. Cabinet Boy. Don't worry about it. We don't need to get into he it. He sat in the back of the room, and I didn't know who he was. Yeah, he didn't know me from Adam at this point. And he would just like like lay his head and rest on the cabinets. <laughs> Because they were right there, and I was sleepy, and so, <laughs> and so I would kind of, um, yeah, use the. It, it, it's like it, it, it was a classroom full of my friends. Yeah, and then like Chris. Yeah, <laughs> sitting in the back. And here you are now. I didn't start out in that class. Like I was in a different class, and then like three weeks in, got moved to it. And it's like, you know, when you're 15 and you don't really have a uh, ton of friends at that point, and you enter this classroom where it at the very least appears that everybody knows and is friends with each other like that is overwhelming as shit yeah so he was moping in the back of the the cabinets a little mopey bitch (laughs) yeah being real dawson back there dawson oh if only if only (laughs) yeah Uh, dawson has four friends dawson had three friends (laughs) right a couple not as many as dawson listen things got better Things get better, kids. Or wait, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Or thing, you know what? Things get better, or or they don't. You know, mm, they get worse. <laughs> There's no. Fu- That's the thing. There's no fucking rule that things get better. <laughs> maybe they'll get worse. Yeah. Some. If you want to kill yourself, maybe you should just do it, kids. Wow. <laughs> this is this is what Chris is saying here. <laughs> I've not one. You know, like he's saying things might not get better. So if they're not gonna get better. Why don't you just kill yourself? No, what I'm saying is is that like if you if you just sit there and just magically anticipate that things get things will get better, that's not always the case. So um, you know, suck it up. Find a cabinet. No, just make friends, I think is the moral of the story. Or make friends. Or don't make <laughs> friends. Maybe everyone around you is awful. No, I rather it's better to have awful friends than no that's friends. That's not true. It is true. It is true. That's that's why people have friends. Have you ever met somebody and you're like, oh, their friends are awful? And it's like, oh, that's because it's better to ha- have awful friends. To have awful friends and no friends. It's like, it's no, it's like ha- it's like cars. Like the first vehicle you have, it's like it's a shitty car, and then eventually you graduate to having like a nice car. Like fr- you know, your first try at friends, maybe the friends you pick are terrible, and then John John drove a Porsche. John drove a. You did. Don't you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's why you can't identify with this rich, rich boy. What year was your Porsche, John? It's a '66. Six. Uh, so it's one of the older ones that aren't as expensive. It was very cheap. <laughs> well, well, you know, like those air cooled Porsches are now like super expensive. Well, yeah, but they stopped making. They didn't. They made air cooled Porsches until like the early '90s. Yeah, but like the ones from like the late '60s and early '70s. Are all in the hundred thousand dollar range now? Shit, man, you should have held on to that. It's just like a fun high school car, but I couldn't. It really wasn't any good for going more than ten miles from my house. A terrible gas mileage. What year was it? Sixty six. Uh, so I'm looking at the ones on this page, and they're like all over hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what? Which model is it? it? Says John Taft's model. <laughs> I had a nine. I had a sixty six nine twelve. Oh, you had a nine twelve, not a nine eleven. No, Never told you it wasn't that cool. Yeah, it was kind of a cool it's car. The same body, just smaller engine. Uh, we're looking. I guess it's only like in the twenty thousand dollar range. Yeah, yeah, but 
But mine wasn't in good shape either, though. A good shape one is like 70000 Would you mind looking up a uh, 2006 Hyundai Elantra? Is that what you're looking for? No, that's what I have. We're looking uh, in fairly good condition, Chris, or poor condition? Well, you know what? Let's call it fair. It's it's not it's not in terrible condition. Is the, is the clear coat peeling off? No. Uh, maybe around 3000 Boom. Guess what? Guess who became a thousandaire today, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out! All right, all right. Let's, well, let's get, get focus. Let's get back to. I right, just talk about road trips. We're talking about cars. You know, hey, it makes sense. Although I will, I will criticize uh, this episode. You know, for being uh, called road trip, they spend a lot of time on a ferry. You like, I was expecting a lot more. You know, shots of them driving, driving. You know, driving up and down the scenic East Coast. And uh, but no, they're sitting on a uh, sitting sitting on a fucking boat for most of the time. Yeah, it's late nineties uh, WB money, man. Yeah, but like, no, I get it. Budgets. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not easy to film on the road. It's actually and that's actually pretty ingenious. Like, how do we make a how do we make a road trip episode and spend no money? And someone was like, "Yeah, uh, there's creeks all around. How about a uh, ferry?" I was like, "You're right." Yeah, put it on a ferry and then film the rest on the, in a club. Yeah. Bill, you're a <laughs> genius. I assume their line uh, producer's name was Bill. <laughs> uh, we do see Billy, who looks like he stole uh, Dawson's ladder. Yeah. And has taken it over to climb into uh, Jen's room. There's this devil-may-care Billy attitude of, like, you know, any ladder's my ladder, any open window is an invitation for me. It seems like union rules must have mandated they use this guy in two episodes, because... There's really no reason for him to be back at this point. Uh, I think it's um. Well, he's the uh, he's the uh, call to adventure he... for the uh, for the road yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. There needs to be like a like a bad guy. Jen has a really cool filter poster on her wall. <laughs> I noticed that as well. Wait, I've, is that like... uh, you want to paint my picture filter? Yeah, but this was before that. This would have been Hey Man, Nice Shot era filter. You know. The, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that other filter album came out in like two thousand one or something. Two thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was early on the filter. Tra- oh, she's from New York. She said she moves fast. <laughs> I'm into all the hippest bands, you know. Filter. <laughs> and we see like Graham walks in and she catches Billy and Billy introduces himself and she's like, "Oh, I've heard of you." Yeah, Graham's is on some hell no. Graham says. She will call the National Guard if Billy doesn't leave in two minutes. <laughs> she res- Why the National Guard? <laughs> Number well, I think she. I think she, part of me thinks that she's trying to overstate how little she wants uh, Billy uh, in the house, and another part of me is thinks that Graham's is senile or like in the fifties. That's who you called when someone snuck into your house. Um, is it just me, or does Billy look even older in this episode than he did in the last episode? Uh, he looks the same to me. Grun- grungy dude in his mid to late twenties. Yeah, unshaved, letting that chest air fly. Um, how does he find out that like Jen and Dawson break up? That's a great question. Where he's, I was thinking the like, same he thing. He says he like hear he hears it through the grapevine. Like he hears news that they broke like who is he talking like, to yeah, you don't fucking know anybody in this town yeah like like I blame has pacey. It, pacey yeah mm. like pacey's is, is his informant <laughs> like <laughs> billy gives him 30 bucks and he's just like tell me what happens between the no yeah that that definitely yeah, 30 bucks is a lot of money dude when you're 15 
someone who's like, hey, here's 30 bucks, like, I'd, I'd have flipped on one of you guys. <laughs> $20 used to last, like, a whole week of lunch. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, those, like, those tiny pizzas were, like, uh, like, like two bucks a piece. I can easily spend $20 on lunch and one lunch right now. No, for sure. When she explains it, when he explains that he's come back to her through the grapevine, uh, Jen actually, uh, you know, turns on him pretty hard here. Goes and holds her ground against the guy who clearly sexually assaulted her. Yeah, yeah. So she she tells him to buzz off. Buzz yeah. off. That should come back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jen Jen gets her uh, gets to give her final man. Fuck off, Billy to Billy. <laughs> but another interesting thing she says here, though, is that she refers to her and Dawson as being on hiatus. It's not a break. It's a, it wasn't a breakup. It's just a break. Ooh, intrigue. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and you can thank the the door seems more open coming out of Jen's mouth than it seems uh, looking at Dawson. If I had a soundboard, I would drop the uh, friends. We are on a break. Sound <laughs> right here. What is that a reference to? I didn't watch Friends. It's a reoccurring I, line. I'm not gonna that. explain. I'm not gonna explain the whole Rachel. Ross relationship to Well, I mean, I know that, but I mean, I know the basics. It's fine. The basic conflict is uh, uh, Ross cheats on Rachel. They were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So apparently the conflict is either he cheated on her or they were on a break. They were on a break. Who did she cheat on her with? Mo- Monica? Uh, no. Oh, wait, that's his <laughs> sister. sister. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, some, like, uh, Dry cleaner girl? No, a copy girl. Waitress? Coffee girl? Copy yeah. girl. The yeah. copy place. Like Kinko's. Copy girl, yeah. Oh. You know, those that's a g- places that are- Gunther? The- <laughs> no, that's coffee. Oh. She's Gunther's cousin. It's Gunther's cousin? That son of a bitch. Wow, John, you should do a Friends podcast. Uh, <laughs> How do you even know that? <laughs> I watch a lot of Friends. A solo John Friends podcast I would listen to. Dawson is walking to school, and he runs into Billy- who is parked in an alley, living out of his and convertible, is just sleeping on his car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's an odd tableau. And he says, "Uh, oh, I've been looking for you, Dawson." <laughs> and then I fell asleep on my car over here. That must be the alley where he gets all the all his information as to who's broken up with who. You got a super cool song playing, Ron. Also, oh, Space Monkey. We are the super cool. <laughs> and before that, like the, the like the like days of the new. Yeah. Oh yeah. That but the the acoustic butt rock song. <laughs> yes, I finally found a real. It's like oh boy, I had hadn't even I hadn't thought about that song in fifteen years <laughs> until they uh, touch, feel, and stand. Yeah, the days of the new song. Yeah. Because because uh, days of the new was like everyone was like, hey, you know what butt rock needs like. An acoustical jam. Like stained? Yeah. I'm on the outside. Well, Billy tells Dawson that they're in the same position and that they should go on a road trip to forget about uh, Jen. And Dawson agrees for some reason. Yeah, what is that reason? He's super agreeable pretty fucking quickly. Because I think at this point, it's, he is so, like, mopey about Jen that, like, excursion out of town does seem, you know, anytime you're in that kind of mood, if somebody's like, hey, let's get out of town, it's always good to get out, get away. If the guy who's like, hey, let's get out of town is, like, the guy you've sp- you've spent the last week fixating on as the reason, as, like, the cause of all your problems. Yeah, but when you, you don't have a car. That's true. He's the only guy who's got a car. It's like, listen, man. 
I know we're enemies. I got a car. <laughs> yeah. He kind of makes it sound like he's going to go have a good time to show Jen, like stick it to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then that click, yeah, that clicks the uh, latent part of Dawson who uh, wants to be mean to Jen. <laughs> and Yeah, it says, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this is one of his 13 reasons why. I didn't see Ooh. that shit. Coming dark from Brian today. Yeah, got suicide on the mind. Painless. Suicidal tendencies. All right, so next scene, Joey is walking to school, and a guy in a Jeep rolls up. Eric Balfour. Yeah, and he offers her to give her a ride to school. This is our this is our fourth uh, football player that we've encountered this season. Third piece of shit who's a football player. He's the first football player who looks like he. Could be like one like of the an, cool jobs, yeah 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 for sure he's not yeah. like the tiny he's well cl- yeah he's not like the tiny dude not that, like he's, he's not dressed he not doesn't, Cliff he doesn't dress like Cliff he's not dad yeah. jeans yeah, it's like oh like he looks like he could be in high school right like they actually cast like they actually told the casting person like no like a football player looking guy yeah and uh, and like the Jeep is like a car that like you know like a douchey football player guy would drive took the doors off of it like a class act. And he's, yeah. and he's obviously super tall because he's like basically like hanging out the side of yeah. it. And again, he offers Joey a ride, and Joey takes it. And you're like, why? Story wise, she appears to have taken it, taken it because he knows who Ted Bundy is. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's uh, like, no, yeah, he, uh, no, he, I know he's dead. He killed people. He blamed porn for it. Now get, now get in my, now get in my jeep. It's like, well, this yeah, t- but that- this Ted Bundy expert must be safe to ride uh, to roll with. The minute she's in the car, he immediately sexually harasses yeah, her. Yeah, he immediately becomes all, like he like he's kind of like quippy get, getting her into the car, and then the yeah. second she sits down, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm also gonna be awful. Ass grass or uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. gas, you know? ass grass. Nobody rides free. Like I, yeah. I guess you did not see my bumper sticker. <laughs> Before you hop in here. Yeah. yeah. That theme continues throughout the rest of this episode as well. It's a real rapey situation. Yeah. And a real shit, like a real shitty runner throughout the entire thing. Like anytime that guy shows up, it's just like, God, this guy is fucking awful. Next, we see Billy and Dawson at school. And uh, Dawson wanted to drop off his math homework before they go on this road trip. Every, and they everybody ma- run into Pacey. And, uh, Pacey's, Pacey goes. Pacey's so stoked. Yes, Pacey's super stoked. I will have to say that this is kind of a shitty episode for Pacey. He doesn't really have anything to do but tag along. Yeah. Is, is, and like well, this well, episode, well, general well-wisher. Yeah. It kind of goes with the rest of the feel of this episode, though. Not a whole lot happens. Everybody, uh, or Pacey specifically, is like giving Dawson like a hard time for wanting to turn in his math homework. And it's just like, man, he did it. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you, why would you spend all that time doing uh, math homework only to not turn it in? Because the whole point was like throwing caution to the wind. Right, but it's like that's that's like that is sunk cost. Like like that shit's already done. Like just throw just throw it on the desk and then you can throw all the caution to the wind you, that you want. Like you did the homework. Turn it in. I don't know. I get what Pacey's saying. Pacey tags along. Is super excited too. I would be too. Yeah, for sure. Also, this is like right up Pacey's creek. It's a, it's a <laughs> well, it's a nice surprise. Like Pacey thought he was gonna have to like go to school that day, yeah, and then yeah, all of a sudden, hey, we're uh, we're leaving. We're gonna go find some chicks. It's like, all right, hell yeah. I used to find chicks at school. I I didn't even do my math homework. I was just gonna show up. <laughs> <laughs> and Jenna Joey see Billy, and uh, they have a little conversation where Billy insinuates he's taking Dawson to a whorehouse. <laughs> 
Yeah, I didn't really understand that. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying that he's going to take Dawson to a, a brothel. Which seems fun. I mean, I guess. You know, whatever kind of brothel Billy goes to is not going to be like a, any kind of reputable one. Oh, you think is is uh, he goes to a down market brothel? Well, look at but, his car. But he's, he's joking because he tells Pacey, like, I'm just joking. Right. Well, dude, yesterday, so I was like, I was, I bought a burrito. I was waiting to get my burrito. And there was a dude sitting next to me. And uh, he's like, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yes. And he proceeds to uh, wax philosophical about the economics of all the uh, massage parlors that are around my neighborhood. He's just like, these girls, they make so much money. It's like, I did a, I did a survey of all of them. And man, I wish men could do that. I'm jealous. <laughs> And then he never actually asked me a question. <laughs> no, he just told you something. No, he just he told like he told me in like great detail like like he did math on the calculator of his phone of like, like of like the twenty thousand dollars a month. No, exactly. No, it's shit like that. It's like so these girls they said they charge forty dollars for the massage and then anything extra is like forty to a hundred dollars. And I was like, Jesus. I don't I don't need to know this. And so he's like, say that say one of them sees like 12 or 13 guys a day. And I was like, why are we doing this? <laughs> and then, and then he like he like plugged some numbers into his phone and it's like, look at $7800 a month. It's not fair. You sh- you should have you should have been like, "Hey dude, you could you could charge guys to fuck you." No, that's what I said. I was, was like he was getting he was getting kind of indignant. I was just like, Listen, that's what they—that's uh, what a person's willing to do for for money. They—they've they, earned it. Why are you so mad at them? You go, you go, you go offer that and uh, earn your own money. Damn it! It's like I'm getting out of here because it doesn't look like he's actually going to ask me a question. That was crazy interaction. He was just hoping you would like connect over this one piece of information. Yeah, the party has departed, and now Jen and Joey are walking along together. Where uh, Jen tells Joey about the rumor that's going around campus. Ah, yes. So Warren tells everybody that Joey and him had sex. Which is both not true and not cool. And it's just so such a weak argument, too. It's like, yeah, we just did that. Now everyone believes me. Well, he seems trustworthy. Uh, high risk, high reward. If you just said that and the rumor spread, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. All you need is, yeah, all you need is the first person you tell it to to, to tell, tell somebody, somebody else. else. And uh, if there's one thing that we've learned about uh, Capes Hide High in the last nine episodes is that fucking loose lips. Abby Morgan. Yeah, fucking Abby Morgan, man. Dastardly, and she's just, like, nobody can keep a goddamn secret. Yeah, I'm starting to turn on Abby Morgan. I think she's starting to be my favorite character. <laughs> because, she fa- because she facilitates the plot so well? She's such a troublemaker, you know? No, she's like, like, like Heath Ledger must have based some of the Joker on Abby Morgan. Just this, like... Agent of Chaos, like, I don't know, I just start shit. Why so serious, guys? I start this shit for fun. She just likes to watch the world burn. Yeah. yeah it's, not a co- it's not a coincidence. Michelle Williams marries Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger becomes the Joker. Abby Morgan, Dawson's Creek, Agent of Chaos, Dark Knight. Thank you. You could catch Chris on his other podcast, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Well, the boys are on their road trip, and they're on their boat. It's a ferry. It's a ferry. The road trip has devolved into hanging out on a ferry pretty quickly. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta get across that river somehow. Right. And apparently there's- Ferry thugs. <laughs> yeah, these fucking ferry thugs. Pacey s- tells Dawson that he's a, he's just a nice leery boy. 
A regular Richie Cunningham. Right. I really like this uh, Happy Days interplay right here. I thought it was funny. Despite being kind of a douche, Billy doesn't like these two assholes who are on this ferry who is just like terrorizing this old lady in her car. Right? <laughs> just, just standing there being like, fuck you, old lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who does that shit? I he was going to slash their tires. Pacey wanted to do the banana in the tailpipe like in... Uh... Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. And Dawson says, that's so unimaginative. And then says, Have you, haven't you guys seen uh, American Graffiti? Right. That's not imaginative. Yeah. Haven't you? He just he just took it from another movie. But that's what Dawson does. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to use my smarts here, guys. Have you seen this very, very famous movie? Yeah. And then, and then Pacey should say, have you guys seen Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joey is making copies illegally of a book. <laughs> <laughs> Abby Morgan walks in and uh, they, your favorite oh, Jen and uh, Joey have devised this plan to have Joey say that she's pregnant and have Abby spread that rumor. And uh, Joey does a really good job of uh, passing off this little lie here. No, yeah, she's uh, it's, it's a nice uh, performance with inner performance from uh, Katie Holm. Yeah, almost un- almost uncomfortably good. Like you're afraid you got her pregnant. She's so good at it. <laughs> You gotta like, you gotta applaud the level of commitment that Joey's taken here, and how shitty it is that she has to, considering like how like rapey her whole high school is. That where she's forced to like like, well, I guess I have to uh, go through this entire pregnancy thing uh, scare just just to get out from under this like, accusation. This this jock made it's rough, man. Poor Joey. It's been two hours later. We're still on this fucking ferry. and uh, still de- still devising uh, this plan to um. And the- these guys are still terrorizing this old lady. <laughs> Seriously. I I, th- I think it's just because she's the only one who's still, like, waiting in her car. <laughs> like, everyone else is kind of, like... Well, because she's afraid to get out. Yeah, why w- <laughs> Why wouldn't she be? There's two f- these giant homunculus dudes. They're, like, pouring beer on her window and, like, just, like, I don't know what even they're saying to her. I- I'd say a racial slur if they weren't all lily white. And, like, you would think somebody else... Like, anyone else... Would- would would intervene and be like, hey, man, that's not cool. She's like 70 years old. Yeah, yeah, where are the crew members? Where's the first mate? So Dawson finds a giant hook and hooks their ax- rear axle to it. And then has Pacey moon these guys. They show him your butthole. <laughs> that, that'll get him. Like, and, like, uh, like, I like, he has them moon them like they weren't going to exit the ferry anyway. But he wanted them to 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 chase them so that they like hit right. their accelerator hard. I do res- I do respect that uh, ultimately Dawson's I uh, like slash like slashing their tires. You know it's a couple hundred dollars to uh, replace the tires. Banana in the tailpipe, eh? You know but, that can do some real damage. I think it can do some real damage, but not as much as yanking the rear axle <laughs> off of the uh, guy's truck. Like that is that is some exceptional damage. So uh, you know, good on good on Dawson for um, stealing an idea to uh, commit maximum destruction on these weird hillbillies truck. And he and he's really happy with himself too. No, oh, he is stoked. He he is the he is the second person in this episode who uh, stands up um, in a uh, convertible vehicle. Yeah, why did Joey do that earlier? Because it's fun. Because, yeah, it's what you do well, in a It's a fun thing to do. I used to know a guy who drove a, a 61 Ford F100 pickup truck, and he refused to wear a seatbelt, and his most favorite thing to do was to stand on top of the gas and lean out of the window 
and just get like the wind in the face. But ask him like, what? like a dog. Do you used to know him because he? Died? Yeah, because he's dead now. <laughs> I think he's a firefighter now, actually. You know, I really assumed that uh, those rednecks were gonna like hunt them down. You know, somebody would have gotten their plate numbers. <laughs> How? They don't have a car. Well, the police might. Yeah, they're in some weird township where they all uh, they all know each other, and it becomes like uh, some weird deliverance shit. <laughs> that would have been that would have been uh, an interesting path for this episode to go down. Yeah, uh, Dawson and Pacey aren't coming back. Or Mitch has to go and get him. Pulls oh. out, fires a shotgun in the air. Man, I just realized how much I miss Mitch. Yeah, no Mitch and Gail in this episode. Where are they? <laughs> yeah, where have they? Where have you been? They don't. They don't disappear just because they're not in the episode. I don't know. I I mean I just mean in in a general sense of uh they haven't been really prominent in episodes for a while. Yeah, because they're fucking boring. No, man, they're trying to put like that's that's real drama. Trying to put a fucking trying to put a marriage back together. Cry, cry me a river, Dawson. Lots of shit will happen to you. You're 15. <laughs> this is a teen show, not a. This is not like an ABC, this is us kind of show. Oh, so uh, I'm not supposed to treat the uh, teenage drama like a distraction? <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's the main storyline. <laughs> got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are getting in the way of Mitch and Gail. Is that restaurant yeah. ever going to get off the ground? It's the WB, it's not CBS. It's real fucking life. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, you're, you're hot for Mitch, who you couldn't even tell the difference <laughs> between two. Oh, him and, what was him and Bob? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. They bring, they'll bring Bob in the next episode, and you'll be like, "Oh shit, Mitch!" So we're at a club called the Pool Room that has one pool table. And somehow these two nerds have gotten on the table. No one's hustled them yet. Well, uh, they they came early. They they've been here yeah. since like three in the afternoon. Yeah, they came, they they got like the lunch special and shit. Uh, they they uh, this is clearly a bar that does not card people. Yeah, well, it's I think it's it's a it's a bar that's in between two colleges. So and Billy said he knew the bouncer. Oh yeah, Billy said he knew the bouncer. Right, but I mean, I feel like knowing the bouncer, still you get to the actual bar. I feel like even the bartender would be like, "Listen, motherfucker, I don't care who you know. You're 15." No, <laughs> no, nah, man, not a, not not at a college bar. Yeah, it's like at the Goat Hill Tavern. You know, they check your ID at the door, and then it's all all bets off. So we're at the, we're at the pool room. So we're at the college fair. And yeah, weird, Mrs. weird. Tingle is back. Wait, who's back? Sorry, you, you cut out. Mrs. Tingle. Oh yeah, the mention of Mrs. Tingle. I think it's Tringle in the show. Tringle. No, she says yeah. Ting. She says Tingle. Yes, Mrs. Tingle. See, that's my that's my Joey impression. Okay, so Mrs. Tingle, and apparently the rumor has gone so far that like. Even the teachers know about Joey's pregnancy now. And nobody tells teachers anything. Yeah, nobody knew one of them was fucking a student. Well, the minute somebody knew, everybody, everybody knew. knew. Even even Doug. Nobody keeps their trap shut. And then there's the um Miss Mrs. Tingle references the existence of a like family planning class, which I guess the all the pregnant ladies of uh the high school Capeside. <laughs> the Capeside High uh take. No, it's not a pregnant lady class. Something no, home it's, it's, fan- it's like it's yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. It's it's one of those things where you just like carry a baby around for two weeks, right? But like, does it take everyone thinking you're pregnant for someone to recommend you take it? No, but if somebody thought you were pregnant, they would probably recommend you take that class. Well, Mrs. Tingle uh, slash Tringle, whatever the fuck her name is, Mrs. Pringles. Uh, 
She basically just tries to uh, yeah, paint that scarlet letter on Joey. No, he's, she's trying to help her out. That's not a scarlet letter. <laughs> she wasn't adulterous. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read that book. I don't know. Yeah. The scarlet, the scarlet letter was W for whoops. Warren's walking walk into his locker and he sees a, a sticker that says, "Anybody can make a baby. It takes a real man to be a father." I remember those commercials. And there's he opens his locker and there's like a bunch of baby stuff in there for his baby. Are we meant? Are we meant to believe that like the entire school is somehow rallying against this guy in some sort of uh, act of uh, solidarity, or is or is like? Or Jen and Joey just fucking with him. Uh, I think the school is. Yeah, because how would Joey or Jen have uh, the combination to his locker? <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Listen, this high school just goes whichever way the tides go. Like when it was uh, Joey had se- when it was like Joey had sex with Warren, and it was like ooh, dumb Joey had sex with Warren. But now that it's you know, hey, she got. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back what? up. Nobody says dumb Joey has sex with Warren. They just say Joey. Like, they just spread that rumor. There's no... Right, like, right. Uh, but it's like the asper- the aspersions are subtly cast at, like, Joey. That, like, when she tries to talk talk about it with Warren in public, and, uh, she's, like, he, like, casts her as, like, a weird football groupie who wants to be her boyfriend or whatever, or wants to be his uh, girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, and he's just like, uh, just making time, you know. Yeah, so like she's the like she's the ass end of that situation, and so the whole pregnancy thing just flips who's the who the ass end of the situation is. The uh, I don't think the school I don't think the class has any like moral. Uh, is they're just they're, they're just going whichever way the tide goes. You know that speaks more to the truth about high school than anything. People are vicious. Yeah. They're vicious. Out, they're vicious out of sheer laziness too. Yeah, it's like uh, who's 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 on the downside of this? Who who can who can be ganged up uh, ganged up on? And right now it's Warren. We're back at the club, and Billy explain is ex- explaining to Dawson and Pacey that picking up girls is just a number game. And you can't waste your time. You need to know if she's into you or not. And uh, I laughed out loud when Pacey walks up to this girl and says. He's the drummer for Pearl Jam. Right. She's like, you're dumber than who? <laughs> no, that was, a so- solid, <laughs> that was really funny. Solid moment. So Dawson, Billy talks Dawson into going to pick up on some girl. Mu- girl, and girl, much older woman. Yeah, a woman. No, the- there's, they're, they're supposed to be like college students. She's, she she's could, the she only could... woman who looks old enough to be at a bar at like 3.30 on a Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, but I think she's supposed to be a college student. Sure. Uh, then send somebody back to casting, because this is a terrible choice. Okay, let's just okay. not rip how old this yeah. lady looks. No, I'm just saying it makes it unbelievable. <laughs> it's a little judgy. It's nothing wrong. No, she doesn't look bad, but I'm just saying, like... She has, like, a like a dreadlock, <laughs> if you look closely. Uh, it's more like an Anakin uh, rat tail. <laughs> yeah, but just sort of, like, mixed in there. Yeah. Yeah. But he chooses her because she has a film threat T-shirt on. Yeah. What is that? Is that something I missed? Uh, I don't know. It, it just, I think he just she, saw she, he saw the film. word film. Yeah, and he figured that oh, she must be some kind of film buff, and chooses her, and then inter- and in- introduces himself in the lamest, most Dawsony way possible. 
Hello, and my name is Dawson. He does what people always say you should do. <laughs> what? Introduce yourself? Like, don't, like, say some stupid line like Pacey, but, sure. like, just be sincere and say hello. But, like, yeah. Yeah, so he does that, and he he tries, to, he's being sincere, and it uh, ends up working. Somehow. Yeah. We're, and so, uh, so we, her name's we have evidence. Nina. We have evidence that uh, Dawson's charms, whatever they are, work outside of Cape Side as well. Well, I mean, if, like, everybody at this bar is Pacey and a guy comes up to you and he's just like, hey, my name's Dawson. i like to talk with you about Phil. I'd be like, bring me, bring me Pacey. He seems fun. <laughs> bring me your catalyst of the evening. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he's doing much in this episode. Bring him over here. We see Joey knocking on Jen's window because... She doesn't know how to use the door. Nobody in this fucking town knows how to use a door. Uh, and she comes over because she now feels bad and wants to call the whole thing off because... I don't think she feels bad. It seems more like she's like, this is getting out of control. Um, everyone thinks I'm pregnant. Uh, yeah, she makes It's it, a big commitment. She makes it... Well, she makes it sound like... Uh, I think she specifically says, like, I don't like being in the center of, of all this. Like, I think it's just too much atten- like too much attention on her in general. Uh, it's too far to go back. Yeah, it's you've uh, you know, the ball's rolling downhill, baby doll. We yeah. got we got to see we got to yeah. see this to the end. Should have yeah, thought about should have thought about that before, Joey. Should have yeah, you should have thought of that about that before this guy made up a thing about you. So it escalates really quickly, and they get into a fight. Yeah. Well, because under uh, the entirety of this season, um. Every conversation they've had, the two of them have had that uh, there is. It's about a boy. Uh, the boy is under is underpinning each interaction, and it just this 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 is the moment where it has decided to rear its head. You know, and Joey calls her out, but it's at it's at it's both is both right and like too far all at once. I mean. Jen is really enjoying something that's not at all involving her. Like, she's not having to be the one anybody's looking at. Uh, I think Jen was just trying to help Joey out. She's really enjoying herself, though, and, and it's and risking nothing in the process. Oh, you know what? I think Joey's projecting. Well, yeah, Jen gives it right back to her. Like, but yeah, this is, I actually, uh, I, I like the, I like the, uh, tiny fireworks happening in this scene. So we're back at the club, and Nina says what we've all been thinking. Why do you like Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Well, well, first, she, well, first, she's like, um, you should like these other directors. Scor- Scorsese and Kubrick, <laughs> yeah. not exactly, uh, you know, underground giants or anything, right? But I mean, as especially, especially in '97, you know, cred wise, she def, she definitely, yeah, she finally says the things like fucking, she lays it out. Spielberg, why Spielberg? I do think, uh, Kubrick and Scorsese have. Much better reps than Spielberg. Absolutely, especially especially in '97. Well, even like Kubrick now is still like considered one of the greats. Right. So Billy walks over and is being a real ass so that he makes Dawson look cooler. Right. Yeah, he's, he's being a wingman. Yeah, it's working. They uh, they leave, which at first seems like like uh, a moment where you're like, hey, why is Billy being so cool? This part to me is weird. It's like, can't you, it seems like this woman would be able to tell that this is a boy. It's like clearly a boy, not on the verge of manhood, just a boy. Yeah, but 
Dawson looks old. They all look but it old. doesn't sound old. But maybe she's like eighteen and he's like six, like fifteen. Well, when they go outside and she's like, "I'm uh, ignoring the voice in my head telling me to card you," and it's just like, "Card him! <laughs> You're gonna have sex with a fifteen-year-old boy." Well, she's not gonna have sex with him. I know she ends up not having sex with him, but like, the, the, uh, a message to bo- uh, to both women and men uh, listening to this podcast: if there's a voice in your head telling you to card somebody, card them. True that. Yeah, anyway, so this uh, this scene with them talking outside, the will they, won't they, <laughs> I don't know. This whole, this whole fucking thing, I don't care, ultimately. It's like, I don't, it's like, I don't give a shit. The, this, uh, this, the, the entirety of this of their time at, at the club, it's like, I, don't, it's, I, don't, I don't care about any of this. Yeah, but Dawson does get his uh, a kiss out of this as his first time. Sure, gets his, gets mean, his mojo like, working a little bit. He didn't. Even, yeah, like he didn't even have to like slut shame her to uh, get her to do that. Like it's a big deal for Dawson to at this point where he's kind of brokenhearted to meet somebody else and have a night out that doesn't remind him of Jen. Sure. I, I think ultimately, I, like I think ultimately, my problem uh, with having a rooting interest is that, like I, don't, I mean uh, I don't know I don't know that Dawson deserves this win. Why? I don't uh, like. Jen bro- Jen broke up with him, or like Jen broke up with him, or whatever. Uh, I th- I, th- I think she should have whatever. Like I I just I'm in a place where I d- like I'm not I don't really have a rooting interest in Dawson as a person. Right, but are you rooting? You it sounds like you're rooting against him. I I guess I'm not rooting against him. It's just I don't like at this like at. Well, you just said he doesn't deserve. Right. Well, I guess that's true. I, well, then it's f- it's. It's fine. It's fine that it happened. I just don't care either way. That's what I'll say. Next, we have Abby talking to Jen, and Abby tells Jen that Warren has ED. Oh yeah, I couldn't get her pregnant, anyways. Yeah, I didn't understand this part. Like, why does Abby have this information? Why does she offer it up? Abby has all information. Yeah, all. And Abby offers up all information. That's Abby. She, she is repository and expository of all information in Cape Side High. Yeah. She's Littlefinger. Yeah. Perfect. And if you uh, watch Game of Thrones, uh, that would be a real light bulb moment for you, John. I'm really missing out here. You are really missing out. You should watch Game of Thrones. You'd love I'm it. I'm sure I'll watch it one day. All kinds of intrigue, spy shit, war shit. They should smoke cigarettes. Billy starts to antagonize Dawson for coming back and not sealing the deal with Nina. Yeah, he calls him a beetle and not a stone. The ultimate. Dawson says he knows why Billy took him on this road trip so that he can tell Jen later that Dawson hooked up with a girl and to get Jen to take him back. They get into a little bit of an argument and Billy decides to just leave Pacey and Dawson at the club. Which is, which is kind of rad, like. Yeah, it was cool. I, I was about that move. And not for Pacey. Yeah, Pacey, that's what... Pacey's just like, I just I just came along for the ride, and now I don't have a ride. Pacey, well, that's you what know, you get for being a tag-along. Yeah, that's what you get for throwing caution to the wind, Pacey. Sometimes uh, the wind throws it back. Are you guys on Billy's side? No, now? no. Just don't fi- I just don't feel bad for him. No, it's 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 uh, it's a fun it's a funny moment. Pacey is totally right to be like, hey, you might you might have wanted to wait. Uh, you might have wanted to wait for that last part until we got back home. 
uh, a moment of solid observation on Dawson's side to just be like, I know why you did this. Well, I mean, he took two teenage boys across state lines. Two teenage boys that uh, that have heretofore been either indifferent to him or his active enemy. And, like, dumped him in some, like, town eight hours away. I don't know. It's a dick move. Yeah, there's, like, a whole boat ride involved. I'll never get home. They have to put the bus on the boat now. Equidistant between two colleges. I imagine the bu- the bus probably just drove around. Dawson should run back outside and see if uh, What's-Her-Face is still there and uh, see if the uh, falling asleep on the couch is still an available option. So we have Pacey and Dawson. Uh, Joey talks to Warren about his erectile dysfunction. She threatens him, and he says he'll, you know, didn't, he'll take away everything he says. And then he asks Joey on a date. The, the dude has the gall. The balls, the chrome-plated cojones after the whole day to just be like, do you want to just, like, go out on, like, a real date? Yeah, he's controlling the pace of the game here, I think, you know? Yeah, but his dick doesn't work. Yeah, hey. (laughs) Why have Joey gone on a date with him? Yeah, not not to mention the entire day is, like, the tough day he had is he's the complete source. He's the cause of all of his own misery. And the reason it ends is because everybody's going to know he can't get an erection. It's like, hey, I can't get a boner. Do you want to go out with me? I mean, he really needs to get that looked into. I mean, he's 17. You you should be made of erections. It's like. You should be made of erections when you're 17. Like, this is this is a deep, big problem. Anyway, so Warren, uh, in conclusion, Warren is awful. Uh, I hope he doesn't show up again. I hope he has ED for the rest of his life. Yeah. Dude should never get a dude should never be able to get a boner again. Guy's got, guy's got no goddamn. He's closer to Ted Bundy than any of us thought. Uh, so Joey brings ice cream over to Jen's house as a uh, apology, I guess. What fucking time of day is it? Jen is reading by candlelight, and it's light outside. Is it early in the morning? Uh, is there a light outside? Yeah. Really? No, it looks like evening to me. No, dude, I'm telling you. Twilight? No, that's it, it's 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 nighttime. Are you what? watching the episode right now, John? I'm not, but I remember oh, that. Yeah, no, I'm watching it right now, and it's nighttime. It's just the brightest candlelight you've ever seen. I'm actually looking at the windows in the background. Oh, like the reflection? No, the windows in the background? No, that's light from inside the house. She's in front of the house. <laughs> oh, she's outside? Yeah, yeah you dipshit. She's, like, pa- she's, on, she's on the patio. <laughs> she's on the front porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are fucking lamps, you dick. <laughs> Not the sun. <laughs> well, that would explain uh, that. <laughs> uh, clearly, John did not like this episode. He didn't pay too much attention to it. Listen, I don't know where these fucking lights are coming from. Yeah, it's, it, it, is it the morning? Yeah, it's fucking three in the morning. <laughs> They're on their uh, porch. porch. I'm watching it now. Okay. Does it yeah. see, does it seem more obvious? I must have missed yeah, these. When, I must have looked away during the establishing shot. I don't know. Yeah, you must have missed when Joey walks through the porch door. Maybe it was like she's in like a weird living room section. I, I don't know, man. Well, no, they show you the porch door that's like a screen door and like how the patio is screened off. All right. So like Joey, it's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of her little peace offering Joey's making to Jen. Yep. And Jen, once again, for the hundredth time, asked if they could just put all this 
stuff beside them and just be friends. We just be cool. And then Joey finally says, sure. I mean, he's only in love with one of us. And Jen then insinuates that, yes, but that person is Joey. Joey. And not, yeah, that he's only infatuated with Jen, but actually in love with Joey. Yeah. And Joey gives him a little face, gives her a little face. Little Joey face. Little Joey face. It's like, oh, wait, is that true? What? <laughs> Jen just blew her mind. <laughs> it's like she just showed a dog a card trick. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> and like, I think Joey's just wants to run over to Dawson's house. And like, and like be like, you in love with me? <laughs> yeah. Because in the next scene, she is literally waiting for him to come home. Right. Which I think now, John, is morning. Yes. Uh, Where the fuck uh, has Joey been all night? She's been waiting in his room. (laughs) Where are Mish and Gail? Don't know where their son is. Probably asleep. Uh, I'm sure Dawson called them from a payphone to let them know. That hey, hey, a skeezy stranger from New York uh, <laughs> took me and uh, Pacey from school, <laughs> drove us eight hours yeah. away, and has left us at a bar. And she's like, he's not a stranger. He stayed at our house yesterday. Oh, that's right. Well. All the more reason. Billy <laughs> took us to a bar and left us there. Yeah. And yeah, Joey's been waiting all morning. And we get a little bookend here. Savage Garden truly, madly, deeply playing again. Yep. I th- that's trying to tell us something. That truly, yeah. madly, deeply, they are meant to be the other. That, no, that Savage Garden is the best. <laughs> That's what they're trying to tell us. Uh, I wonder if like the song came out around now or something. Oh, they're like, like, they're is, like pushing the single? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like, like they might have played the video after that. Right. Oh, like that episode of Blossom where after it they played uh, the Joey Lawrence music video. <laughs> <laughs> or that episode of Full House where they played the uh, John Stainless video. Oh, yeah, Forever. <laughs> Everywhere forever could make you laugh. A dog forever. God, so good. Jesse and the Rippers, man. Jesse and the Rippers. <laughs> you know uh, that song better than ever. So that song "Forever" is an actual Beach Boys song that was written in 1970. It's like on a full length. Yeah, but then you know, it's like uh, he took it and made it his own. He 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 made it. It's like Hallelujah. Was the Leonard Cohen song, and then it's, yeah. Yeah. This, Rufus Wainwright? This is Je- no, uh, Jeff Buckley. Loud and Wainwright. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. <laughs> Wait, does Rufus Wainwright have a version also? Yeah, it's the one that's in, um, I swear you hear it all the time. Jeff it's, Buckley. Uh, no, you hear, you hear the Jeff, you hear Buckley, the Jeff version. Buckley version all the time. Are you time. serious? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff this- Buckley version is the famous version. Oh, well. Learn all kind of new things today. Yeah, this is what ni- this one, is what nighttime like, looks like. <laughs> Jeff Buckley, because Rufus Wainwright plays the piano, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, um, no, the guitar version with uh, Jeff Buckley is the famous one. JB's. It is pretty much done. So Joey is talking to Dawson, and she's really she wants to know if he like fucked a whore, <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Do you pay? I have so much to tell you. Do you pay for sex?" I have so much to tell you, but I'm so tired, Joey. I haven't slept in 24 hours. And he tells Joey that nothing reminded him of Jen the whole day. And uh, he falls asleep, and uh, Joey said, yeah, I can wait. There's a real nice fade out there, like the, as the camera yeah, pulls yeah. away. Yeah, fade into uh, Savage Garden, truly, <laughs> <and> deeply, like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 
Yeah. Yeah. Really hitting it over the head. Yeah. <clears throat> Savage Garden. No, but it's it's maybe the first moment where, uh, you know, where Joey feels like, hey, maybe 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 there's a chance here. Yeah. It's only taken nine episodes for Joey to realize that she's got the upper hand. What is your obsession with uh, having power in a relationship? <laughs> Isn't that what? No, I don't know. I was just you keep like talking about it, like she's got the upper hand. Now, now she has the upper hand. <laughs> I don't know. That's the part that make uh, that's the part that makes this intriguing. No, it's not about how they like who has the power in the relationship. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Chris has a real fucked up uh, way of thinking about relationships. <laughs> it's, it's quite possible. It's uh, you know, uh, there's a lot. L- listen, there are a lot of episodes of this show left. We can peel back those layers as we come to them. And uh, so that's the episode. Um, John. John hated it. Ugh, fuck me, man! It's the longest episode ever. Nothing happens in this episode. Um. It's we're kind of like in between plots like Dawson, like uh, Dawson and Jen have just broken up. So that's a, a storyline that's ended. Uh, the Gail and Mitch reunification story divorce is like the big break came that happened there. So that's done. The Jory storyline doesn't go anywhere at all. And, you know, it took an extra episode, it seems like to write Billy off. Look, what, what should have happened last week already. So, yeah, this episode's a big old waste of time. That last pull out with uh, Dawson, with Joey looking at sleeping Dawson, best part of the whole episode. Yeah, this episode doesn't really move anything forward. It's, I mean, it kind of is like just like why is this here? Yeah, I blame Rob Thomas, writer of this episode. Well, I don't, I don't blame Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris is a huge Rob Thomas fan. I, I mean, I blame Rob Thomas of Matchbox Twenty for this episode. They had so well, they had resolved the Billy storyline last week. Just, hey, uh, conflict resolution. We're done here. Bring him on back. Who cares? And and again, under the most, uh, most ridiculous, like, uh, you know, word on the street is that you guys broke up. Yeah. Shit, shitty episode. Probably my least favorite episode of the, uh, of the series so far. Oh, definitely. I mean... The amount of content that we were able to coax from it is is uh, is pretty impressive, I think. All right, so that's our opinion of the episode. I'm sure you had your own. If you do, you could send us feedback at feedback at DawsonDudes.com or hit us up on our Twitter at the Dawson Dudes. Damn straight. So uh, next week, uh, we have what sounds like from uh, John's reactions earlier, a much better episode to talk about. What's it called, John? Uh, it's called uh, The Scare. Am I right? The Scare. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Chris, you're going to like this episode. I'm Ooh, I'm looking forward to it already. Yeah, this is going to be uh, right <laughs> up your alley, I think. Um, I'm going to figure out what that means as, and figure out whether or not to be insulted by it as I watch the episode. Also, if you guys could... Rate and review us on iTunes. That would be really helpful in having other people find us. Yeah, otherwise we're just your little secret, and as fun as that is, uh, it's not as fun as being a lot of people's secret. So thank you for listening. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And I'm John. 
We're the Dawson Dudes. Loving you, buddy. Wait, what's the next one? The scare. Ooh. Ha, 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 ha,